Hi everybody, it's the Fallen. Welcome to my first official podcast. I've been saying this is going to be a thing for quite some time now and uh, finally got enough courage to get this podcast going. So, um, as you all know, I go by many different names, uh, using that alchemy to transcend the ego into um, what is meant to be, shall be. As cliche as that sounds, we all have different layers to us and different personalities. And uh, so for the podcast, I have chosen my alter ego, Nafallen. Now, one thing that you'll notice about me through this podcast journey is that I'm a very real person. I am a realist with all of my egos, all of my inner layers, my transitional state very vulnerable individual. And um, I dabble in a lot of different um, techniques and things to cope with life, cope with such said reality and the state of being, state of awareness, state of coming into enlightenment. And enlightenment is a voice inside of us that is the awareness that is the key that holds all the puzzle pieces and things that we are meant to put together. So through these transitional states of our egos and becoming one with our inner self and our inner shadow by doing shadow work with our inner self and our inner light, our inner love, our inner being, inner knowing, trying to create a world without duality is like pulling teeth. So for this podcast, I am designing a a paradigm of different dimensional aspects, walks of beings, of life, different uh, vocalizations of the way the world is transitioning, trying to place less political views onto the state of being in our world and bringing it into ourselves and how our inner world within ourself is in a state of being. So with this podcast, I'll be sharing poetry from my books. You'll also get to hear some live feed of me singing or random piano effects. Maybe just hop on here with a simple affirmation or mantra for the day, sharing nature sounds, things to that nature. With that being said, we have an introduction today, um, and that's basically where we're going to go with today's podcast, for me introducing myself into this platform. So the introduction is going to be a poem that I um, wrote last year, uh, December 26, 2020, and to share this out loud would be the first time. Um, sharing it with anybody. My poetry is very beautiful and is very hidden and sheltered from the world. And in my eyes, I feel it's unaccepted in the way that I can shift my energy and my being from my emotional state. Although the energy usually never changes within me from an outer perspective, I always usually tend to carry a really good energy to me there is still these layers of egos. So 
basically the topics here are going to be mostly spiritual, artistic. There might be a lot of um, times where you will witness my voice shift in and out. I will also be presenting myself in a way of sometimes where I will uh, read some cards or um, astrological signs, maybe once a month or so. So there's a lot of things that this podcast that I'm contributing to society will help other human beings who are struggling with their ways of fitting in and their ways of coping and how they're using their um, ways of coping in a light manner rather than a self-sabotage or self-destructive way. So we're going to start by um, reading my first poem to you. And uh, my way of being vulnerable is I'm sure that there's going to take many takes. And because I'm new to all this, I'm sure there's going to be some times where I'm going to fumble and that's going to be okay because as you'll see, I always show my true self in rare forms and uh, that's the beauty about me and it's it's something that um, I've been working with and trying to transition into, well, just taking a simple selfie can take a girl an hour or two, you know what I mean? So for this podcast, I would like it to be more raw unedited footage of me being in the present and in the now with everyone who which I'm speaking to. That is what will make it uh, more better for me to um, be able to speak with all of you as a galactic channel. Waves that crash like hard cider in the belly of humans during unhealthy seasons. We are not our demons. The preaching of the crowd is so different now as the world has changed forever. Who are you? The inner voice inside that I recognize has come back to haunt me and my insecurities to me. Who am I to me? Am I my intuitive voice? Are you my intuitive voice? Will I let you down over again as you have let me down over again? with your ill-sensitive ways, leaving me in pain. Today, I now know the change that I need to make, and I've tucked that away in that inner voice as I swallow, the cider as it spills in my books. My undying, unwavering love to each and every human, I shall not rest. I am strong with empathy as it grows into a super-powered human. I am greatness and will show greatness and know greatness all my days with my eye. So that is my first entry with you all with my own personal writing in my own personal book. It takes a lot for the world to open up and be themselves fully. From judgment, past traumas, we get triggered. We as artists 
are the canvas that is the worst critic. We now know in time by the poem from the date of December 26, 2020, what I meant by this, where I was going with this. And just like any art, you can get it and take it and alchemize it and put it in any category the way that you perceive fit for your being. It's metaphors. It's art. I also paint for a living. And I don't see myself as the artist. I see the people who look at my art, even without a purchase, as the artist. Because they're depicting what they're seeing. It doesn't matter what I've put on that canvas or what I say to you all. Only thing that matters is how you will receive the words, how they are entering your energy. Do you find peace in my words? Do you find comfort in them? Do you find a need to hold on longer to the next episode to find out what she'll say next? We're all deep-rooted seeds. And one of my favorite things on this planet, other than nature itself, is to see grass or any kind of weed or whatever grow through concrete. It's like a tiny crack in this concrete. And this weed just grows out of it. This plant, this grass, this seed found this way to find that light to grow through little literal concrete. So when I see those types of things, it makes me smile. Most things make me smile. I'm a very simple woman. I like the simple things in life, but I'm a very deep-rooted soul. So having a podcast and sharing my life with you all means the world to me simply because I feel most comfortable right now than I have in a really long time. I'm just being. Some of the stuff will be scripted. The things that will be scripted will be mostly the writing that I have created in my books already. Everything else will mostly be that open galactic channel to be able to be open and in tune with our universe, to be able to speak to the masses as a collective speaker. To be able to give love where love is needed. If you're not feeling loved right now, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to envision a huge green light within your heart. 
And as you inhale through the nose and exhale through your mouth, vision this green light expanding within your heart. As that is happening, it's expanding out into the universe. This is not taking anything from you. This is aligning you with your true self. Once you can start to envision that heart chakra opening, you can start to love yourself. You can start to be. You've already become who you already are. It's the resistance that we place upon the path that stops us from being who we truly are. Judgment. As an artist, mainly as a collective speaker, I judge myself a lot. As I said earlier, we are our own worst critics, but we are walking, talking canvases, ladies and gentlemen. We are our own realities. The envious of those who are envious become that envy without being envied. And the only thing that we should envy is the inside of our own light. Now that might come off a little bit of an egotistical way of putting things. But if we can envision ourselves the way that we envision others, we can grow so much more from our own realities that we have placed ourselves in. I'm trying to fight the same box that I put myself in. It's selfish rather, really. We have come into a time and a place where there is this huge discord. I'm gonna start by saying with Mercury retrograde, which actually just went direct on the 19th. For years and years, we have put a negative connotation on Mercury. Oh, here comes Mercury again. It's gone into retrograde. Oh no, here it comes. Everything's gonna go, you know. In reality, we are not our thoughts, but our, we're our thoughts. Let's start to place a different point of thought paradigm onto Mercury. So when Mercury comes into retrograde, and I am studying into astrology, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm a little emotional here. <laughs> As studying Mercury, as the gravity, as this planet comes into ours and is dancing with Earth just in this magical way, the past is coming back and it's stabbing you in your back or it's uh, uh, trigger after trigger. Or this is falling apart and that is going here. And it's the positive way of looking at Mercury 
is knowing that that planet, the way that its gravity is pulling, is showing you something. It's showing me something. As this podcast progresses, it will be mirroring. So everything that I say is to myself out loud, collectively to all human beings, all nature, the universe, tapping into satellites. We understand how these things go. If you're listening to this podcast and you're already aware. So finding your inner center with what Mercury is asking you, asking of you, asking you to be. First, it starts with the past coming back. It could be exes, old friends, family trauma, childhood trauma, things that you thought you buried. I mean, you you went and got a shovel and you went out there and you just buried it, you know? And then there it is. And they blame it all on Mercury. Uh, you know? So, now that Mercury just went in direct on the 19th and we have this beautiful um, blood moon this evening, the Aries moon, which was absolutely magnificent to watch that moon rise this evening. It was like a fiery phoenix, you know, with the Aries. I am an Aries myself. So, fire is creation. So when Mercury comes through, the first things that are happening that you know, okay, well, Mercury's here, this is what's happening. You can ask yourself, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? I've been doing this, this, and this, and all this good things. This, why? Sometimes it's not happening. Well, rephrase, because we're not going to take that clip out, like I said. It's not happening to you. It's happening through you and for you. It's not happening to you. Nothing is happening to you. You place a connotation. We place a connotation of this is happening to me. This is here to show us something within ourselves. What we need to change. So for Mercury, for me, this time... I had to eat my own words because for the last three retrogrades, I have been using this paradigm to shift my, my world and my reality and transcend this, this negative society when this planet comes through. And this time I dealt with a lot of, uh, family trauma, actual blood childhood trauma, um, blunt force trauma. But I took it and I received it and I realized why these things were, were taking place because I have been transitioning into a higher state of being. So if you're again, listening to this podcast you already understand what that means. That means shutting the layers of, of friends that you thought were friends, uh, family that you thought was there for you, that was good for you. Transcendence is very, very, let's just say, not easy because I'm one of those light being healers. However, society wants to place my being and call me who I am, I am the fallen. That is my higher self speaking. Um, however they want to, to label it, 
I am that I am. And, and for me, Mercury is very positive. So once this trauma and things were awakening within me and all these things were coming up and actually, you know, witnessing my blood family doing this again, it was like, oh, you know what? I know what the universe is showing me here. So then when your past starts to come back and so-called haunt you, then it's reflecting time. It's reflecting time. Now, depending on how we handled our emotions through the experience of Mercury is how we're going to reflect on Mercury, how we're going to reflect, reflect on our inner being. How are we going to project this light or this darkness into the world, into the universe? With every step that we take, we light up the, the world, the mycelium that travels within our earth. Mycelium is very important. If you have not researched mycelium, we will get into that on another episode. Stay tuned for that. But mycelium travels, so with every step that you step, you are literally transferring energy into the earth. You are literally thinking thoughts out loud. You are projecting energy out into the world. And my goal here is to accomplish, which in my mindset is already accomplished, people to become more themselves. People to awaken more to their inner knowing, their inner awareness, their inner light, their inner justice, their inner peace, their boundaries, their acceptance of oneself. To have a relationship with yourself shouldn't be so hard. But in fact, it's actually one of the hardest things that we do as individuals, as human beings, I, I believe, in my eyes. I look at plants sometimes that are growing through this concrete, and I ask that plant just that. You must really love yourself. You must really love yourself enough to come from straight darkness and still grow through that concrete. With that being said, Foundations get cracked. Foundations get cracked. And that plant didn't crack it. So sometimes our own mistakes that we make are not what has cracked the foundation. We have to, as people, as humans, stop looking at the crack in the foundation as a mistake. Happy little accidents, as Bob Ross says. You are human. You're going to make mistakes. Stop looking at that cracked foundation as if it's a problem. I want you to look at that cracked foundation 
as it's already sealed. Envision this crack in this foundation already sealed. You've sealed it. And not only did you seal it, you planted a seed while you did it. To breathe more oxygen. To flow through more plant energy. I'm not the one of those individuals that sugarcoats things. I'm working on that as a healer, as a, again, however society places their title on my energy and what I offer the universe. I can tell you that we are seeds. We started from a seed. To me, in life, everything is theory. I'm a hard-headed person sometimes, and I'm not afraid to admit that. But to me, it's all theory because I have that who said mentality <laughs> sometimes. Conversation that I had with someone who helped me transition into this state of being. Who said? Who said that was that? Who said two plus two? Like a two-year-old, you know? But in reality, I don't feel two. I feel that I just question things way too much. So that plant growing through that concrete had stopped having me question things so much. It just did. It wanted to live. It's that simple. That plant that grew through that concrete wanted to live. Pure, plain, simple. Now, there's some things that we're going to overanalyze and some things need to be analyzed a lot deeper than other things. Hey everyone, it's the Fallen. So, I did the introduction, which I set that description as a trailer to put out my first podcast into the frequencies of this new paradigm and the shifting into the inner being of myself, that plant that's growing through that concrete right now, just from pure darkness. So we left off um, with the trailer. That's how I left it in the description, um, where we were talking about foundations and how we need to stop looking at foundations as if it's a, it's a crack rather than it's a part of us that needs to be transcended into another reality. The resistance that we place it onto that path that has stopped that plant from growing through that concrete that gives us that oxygen. Now, am I saying we don't need roads and all these other things? You know, people can take this metaphor and, and how I speak in, in general in a lot of metaphors. And I'm also very direct, too. As I said, you'll see many different sides of myself, of ourselves, as we are the me that is the whole. If we could just look at things in a different manner. So I have this way of life right now with Mercury, and it brought up all these things, and now all my foundation is cracked. Well, just with that 
notation on things, of course. Now I'm just feeling like cracked and useless. And there's so many different ways people are with their personalities. We have nurturers, we have providers, we have healers, we have cooks, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That where their foundation looks cracked, it's not cracked on your end and vice versa. The easiest way to love yourself is to stop looking outward for the foundation. It's to look inward to your foundation and to realize that each little individual crack is a way to transcend. Take each day as it comes. Take each crack as it comes, as each layer opens up, as each seed is planted, as that grass is sprouting through that concrete to be able to take that and alchemize it using your energy to understand what has taken place within your life, the planetary systems that are being involved. If you don't get into astrology, then most likely my podcast won't most of the time resonate with you or hopefully on the positive note, it will bring you in further into astrology to help you understand your emotions in your emotional state when our solar system is like, hey, hi, hello, I exist. I exist as a foundation. And sometimes I'm cracked. You know, solar flares being sent. It takes a long time just for one UV to hit Earth. That's a lot of past coming at you. It's a lot of past coming at us constantly. It's not just Mercury. It's not just full moons. It's not just Saturn or Jupiter. It's not just Uranus. Say a joke. <laughs> it's like a dad joke. I like to see myself as an individual that is very bright. In the physical world, I've been told numerous amounts I can't even count. You're so bright I need sunglasses or you're too bright it hurts my eyes. I irritate a lot of people's energies. So the podcast just makes sense. It gets to the right people, right places, right things. I spend a lot of time in solitude as well. So there's a lot of things that I have to say and the circles that I've created within my life and in my environment has cracked my foundation and slowly I've had to rebuild through the rebuilding of my foundation and my happy little accidents as Bob Ross would say, I have found myself. I loved the, the Lucifer rebellion so much that I found myself. I found my dark night of the soul numerous amounts of times. The important thing to witness within our behavior is our emotions and shutting off our humanity switch, shutting off our emotions is not the, is not the right way. It's not the proper way. Be that seed that grows with that concrete. 
Now let's get back to Mercury. Mercury is an intense time for everyone. And there's also some things within the spiritual community of things that I, I don't really debate with people. But as this being my podcast and my reality that I'm sharing with you all, Mercury to me is positive. Just like when I am told not to make moon water at certain moon times or cleanse my crystals at certain moon times. I don't feed into that metaphysical energy. I study metaphysical energy and I believe that metaphysical energy is what I place upon that metaphysical energy other than its metaphysical properties. So if it's a stone that's not supposed to be in the moonlight, then therefore should not be put into the moonlight. But I got into a debate on Facebook, which I don't have. You can find me on Instagram, Nafallen, and also on Snapchat, Nafallen, a.k.a. Lily, Hayoka. Hayoka is a word for a higher empath. I'm very empathetic. So when these planets come into orbit and the gravity and the moons and all these things are happening, I feel the shifting. I feel a lot. And instead of shutting those emotions down, I learn how to become a human being. Because for me to go unconscious and an unconscious unawareness state of mind is depression, is not focusing, it's not being that seed that grows to that concrete. It's not with witnessing my glory and grabbing my glory. I have all these things in my crown chakra, but there's all these other things stopping me from pulling what I've already been receiving through those solar flares. That's the past from a long time ago. It's up to me to grab these things and let go of what no longer serves my being and pull these things into what serves my being. Like Mercury. Like a full moon. You know, in life, we place ourselves in these environments with people, places, and things. And we think that those people, places, and things are the things for us. When necessarily, sometimes they're not. Environment is key. Because as an empath, my environment affects my entire world. It, it affects my health, my, my function of my, my body, um, from my emotional uh, pathways, neurological pathways, hypersensitivity, my, my depression, my motivation, my confidence. So if we can find the environment that best suits us and what we are doing with our lives, that is how we will know how to transcend our Mercury. How will we transcend our Mercury? How will we as a society stop placing all of this negativity on these things that are theory 
Now we know Mercury for fact, which it's kind of going against what I said earlier because everything is theory. But there's so many facts about Mercury that we witness happen when this planet comes into our orbit. That it's almost like we can't deny this planet that. And I got into another debate just recently about not placing genders on elements. And I wasn't disturbed by this because I really appreciate when people come forth and are very direct in their beliefs because it helps me open up my belief system, my belief system, excuse me for stuttering there. I'm not going to edit that out because what happens when someone comes and interrupts my belief system as the way that my natal chart is designed is I'm going to not just bend to what they're saying. I'm not going to change my complete belief system, but I'm going to be observant and I'm going to listen because I'm here to learn. And if someone has a missing puzzle piece that can help me bend to a way that I can find new information on how to transcend my egos to be that seed that grows from that concrete. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. And it starts with childhood trauma. It starts with childhood trauma. Because from there we move forward into a young adult and um, from our childhood traumas is what is going to shape us in our 20s. It's what's going to mold us into our 30s and 40s and 50s and so on and so forth. So if we cannot conquer our inner child trauma, we're not going to conquer our Mercury. We're not going to conquer our Saturn or Uranus. <laughs> Dad jokes. We're simply going to just keep declining as a society. We're not going to keep climbing if we're just putting negative things on the moon. Oh, it's a full moon. Everything's crazy. Here we go again. We need to find a balance within our planetary alignment and our planetary systems and our and our planets and our solar system and understand that as above, so below. One of my favorite quotes, as it was in the beginning, so it shall be in the end. Whether that's true or not, it seems like it's on its pathway to that. There's a time and a place for everything. And that also goes with your healing. We put so much on ourselves as society that it really can mold us into what we do not want to become because we're so set on what we don't want to become that we become it rather than put our sights and set them high and raise the bar and visualize and affirm that this is what I am. So throughout the podcast, I'll be sharing a lot of um, affirmations and mottos, a lot of guidance to how my readers Excuse me, not going to edit that out. How my listeners are listening. 
This is also going to help me with my intuitive nature as that seed that's growing through that concrete from having a lot of trauma, just like the rest of the world. I don't compare traumas. Trauma is trauma because no two people are alike. And everyone's going to receive energy differently. Some of us can just Teflon it out like a iron skillet that lasts you a long time. But that iron skillet, you have to take care of. So you can think that you're tough all you want like an iron skillet, but an iron skillet rusts if you don't take care of it. An iron skillet rusts if you don't take care of it. So I put a bubble around myself, but I don't see myself as invincible. I see when someone nothing bad is ever going to happen, you know, those types of things. It's in psychology, they say, don't use the words always, never, always, never. Be that grass that's growing through that concrete. Understand that what's happening is for you. If the universe keeps looping you around to different concretes, oh, now you're on this slab. You're not growing. You just went right back down. But the, the foundation's still cracked. And then you try again. It's not working. Stop looking at it like a crack. Look at it like the light. That crack within you is the light. It's seeping through you. It's pouring through you. It's coming out of you. It is telling you what is going on. You know where that crack is and you know where that seed needs to be planted. We all do. One of my biggest flaws. I don't even like to use the word flaws. Flaws, control, and there'll be a few others with each episode that I'll let you know certain trigger words for me. It's just like, eh, don't see it as flaw. It's not knowing when to let go. I have a hard time with letting things go. Basically, because I'm taking the smaller problems and making them the big problems and running from the actual problem itself. I'm taking these small problems and just creating this big mountain running from the actual existing mountain. We do this as human beings, mainly with relationships. Finding yourself is the most important thing that you can do, especially if you're someone who wants to share your life with another individual. If you're wanting to share your life with another individual and you are not knowing who you are what you want, how you want to go about getting it, and placing boundaries 
within yourself, you will not be able to create and generate energy with another being in that sacred union. It will end up constantly looping back around until you find that cracked foundation within yourself that is a happy little accident, that is the light peeking through, that is that multi-capitalization of your being that is the most important, non-refundable material object that you can think of. So tonight I think it went pretty well speaking with you all for the first time, opening up, giving you all a little bit of what I have to offer, some of my background, being vulnerable. I would like to end this by intuitively turning to my book and reading a message. that will hopefully be received collectively throughout humanity. Now, on this book that I've just turned to, it shows my sketch art of a wolf. You can't make this up, people. Tonight is the blood moon. It is a full moon in Aries. Howl at the moon. And this goes with the introduction that I actually picked out. Now the other spiritual people and intuitive guiders and galactic channels, earth angels, star seeds, indigo children will feel the energy when I read this matched with the introduction and know that this was very intuitive, and uh, I hope that it's received to you all this evening in a very beautiful manner. Who are you? Do you hear me like I hear you? Why do you appear so vivid within my thoughts? I can see you, smell you and embrace your memory with a smile while a soft tear falls from my eye I realize I am a shepherd and you are a wolf you come into my mind because you know I won't block you I am you you are not separate from me perception is key to these words I speak. Who is who? Or who is on the other side listening? Why stay in my mind with your wolf in print? Flip to the next page to hear the howl at the moon. We only help the ones that we know we are meant here to help too. I love you. So now we're going to turn the page. 
Desires when you don't even truly want me? Who are you to me? Or are you me? No, as my shepherd spirit with the bird flow says. I won't stay here allowing you in. My shepherd must guard the way so the wolf may not pray. I wish it didn't have to be this way. But just know I'll forever maintain and love you because I once was a wolf too. That's the end of that one. And that one was written on June 18th, 2020. So to end this podcast, we're going to go over to the next page. And that was written on June 24th, 2020. The mistaken identity of being in love is the same as the identity of losing oneself. The pyramid of being in a tomb as a mummy awaiting the afterlife, the unknown. The status quo of life after death and the dark matter, a key to an essential part of learning. Matter exists where it only exists not. Darkness exists in the light as it also exists in the shadows. Through the darkness, the end seems near. Feel, look, touch, hear, smell, and know. That's where you'll grow. I was a seed and I grew from darkness. And as my body fades and I move on, my body then becomes a seed again. I am a star seed. My energy matters to all things. I hope that my podcast has brought all of humanity into harmony this evening. We're just going to take a few deep breaths. Because I know that that message was received. To many who needed to hear that. And on the next episode, we will talk about the sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd. May your dreams be sweet and come alive. May all that you do prosper. Much love. Hi everybody, it's the Fallen here. Hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween. I sure did. Sorry for the delay. This is my second episode. It has been a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. It is 9.33 p.m. where I live. Lots of threes there. I've been seeing the number three a lot for the last two weeks. And 
and I'm a person that does say because remember <laughs> that was the 33 seconds when I looked down as well. When I see the number three, the first thing I automatically think is creativity. And then it moves into other aspects of numbers. I've never really been a good person with numbers. I've always had to use a calculator. I struggled in school with math. I've always let numbers intimidate me. Now I said the next episode would be about the sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd. We all start out as sheep. And in my sheep way, my mind with numbers was with, as sheep. And the way that I teach myself and criticize myself through numbers, I'm not good enough, I can't add, these types of things. I'm not going to keep going into that dialogue of the I can't and my book can't so able. So we're going to dissect today my philosophy of what I've been taught um, through the sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd. And a lot of people ask me, why the shepherd? Why not the wolf? We all know why not the sheep. If you're on this path to enlightenment, self-discovery, self-evolution, self-sustainability, then you'll understand what I'm saying. Why not the sheep? Why not the wolf? Always the shepherd. We start out as sheep with the criticism, with the way that we think that we have to live our lives. You know, there's different households and different ways that we're raised. Some households were meant to be ourselves. Other households, we are grown up to be pushed to the limits. I had someone just recently tell me a happy child is a busy child. I didn't necessarily agree with that. I believe that children can be burnt out and then I can, that can cause them to be, continue to be a sheep, to think the way that everyone else thinks, to think that this and this and this and this because of the way that they're taught. Well, my dad's a doctor. I gotta be a doctor. Well, my mom's a nurse. I gotta be a nurse. That's the way of the sheep. Now, I'm not saying that these job titles are amazing to carry and hold. I'm not saying that doctors are bad. I'm saying that when we raise our children, we raise them to be themselves. And a lot of kids struggle with school. I sure struggled with school. Only with the math. So as I start transitioning out of that sheep mode and uh, got into numerology and understanding numerology and astrology, horoscopes and stuff and synchronicity of numbers, that has slowly helped me understand numbers through numerology, through understanding I'm a nine and humanitarian, uh, and this completion, it can vibrate at all different numbers, uh, mood swings up and down, you know, moods with the frequencies that move through, also being a hypersensitive empath, as we uh, spoke before. I feel a lot of things, and everything for me is more intense than the other person sitting next to me. Now, a sheep would cut off the feelings. They'd, they'd cut that humanitarian switch. That would be very easy for me to do. But that would still make me the sheep. I wouldn't transition into the wolf. Transitioning into the wolf 
but to be able to face myself and push myself to the limits of self-evolution and understanding myself through numbers, through synchronicities. What are my thoughts when I'm seeing these numbers? How can I break these numbers down into frequencies? We sing colors and then we broke those colors down into frequencies and then from frequencies we broke them into numbers. That much I do know. I can break those colors down. I can break these frequencies down. I can understand most physics, parapsychology, psychology, human anatomy. But you throw some numbers at me and I then become the sheep. <laughs> so I'm learning that through the sheep, wolf, and the shepherd, that we have different layers of our egos that we can dissect and see where we are being the sheeple, where we're being the wolf, and where we're being the shepherd. So, we all know what the sheep is. Now the wolf, it's like the hunter. And there's different layers of the wolf, just like there's different layers of the sheep, just like there's different layers of the shepherd. But for me, I think that the shepherd is more simple and just simplistically broken down into one category for me in my philosophy. The wolf has so many different layers. The wolf can hunt those that don't need to be hunted. The wolf can hurt those that don't need to be hurt. Sorry for that, I didn't mean to uh, not uh, turn my phone on silent. Let me just turn that on silent. As I had spoke before in the, um, the first episode, I'm not going to edit things out. I'm still learning how to use this platform. So bear with me as I get everything all in motion. As you'll see, I like uh, people to see my growth. That's what makes me the shepherd, you know? Um, I like people to see my growth. I, I don't, um, I always show unfinished art. I, I'm not gonna edit something out. I don't usually take a hundred selfies to post it. This is me, this is me, this is me. Sometimes I'll use a filter, sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll put makeup on, sometimes I don't. Sometimes my hair is a mess and sometimes it's nice. <laughs> So, going back to that before my phone had that nice little Facebook message, um, and now it is now silence. My, my apologies to my wonderful crowd who's been waiting so long for the next episode, and, and I'm, I'm feeling really greatly appreciative to all of you who um, really liked the, next, the last episode that I gave you. So the wolf has different categories. The wolf can jump up off the porch and, um, and protect, you know as to where the shepherd is always on the porch. <laughs> I like to consider myself a stoop kid. That's what I call it. Always on the stoop. Um, I used to uh, work for this property and we held events and, uh, you know, down in the, the barn dance, everyone's hanging out and dancing and just having a good time and, you know, everything's going on around me. And even if I had a moment to spare, I found myself on the stoop. People would ask why. I can always enjoy that property when everybody was gone. I like to protect people. That's what the shepherd does. The wolf doesn't so much protect. It depends on the evolution of the wolf state. The shepherd protects. To me, to break the shepherd down in one simple category would be protection. To sit there on that stoop and hear that music playing from the background. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I wonder what my friends are doing. I hope they're having a great time. You know, but there's a gate behind me. There's a lockbox that needs to be protected. There's a whole home that needs to be watched. I had my friends' backs. I continued to have their backs even while 
My back wasn't so much covered and protected in my time of need. It still made me the shepherd. This isn't an analogy on hurting others or breaking down metaphors into stabbing or jabbing at people. <laughs> this is simply putting it in a raw format that I am the shepherd. But I can also be the wolf, but I also can be the sheep. This is an easy way for us to learn our layers of our ego, to be able to dissect what it is within us that we need to change instead of looking outward to those and asking them what we need to change or wanting to change through their eyes and how they see us and how we should be through their eyes. How you are through your eyes, if that is who you are, that's, make, that's what makes you happy, comfortable in your life, then live it. But is it the sheep? Is it the wolf? Or is it the shepherd? As a shepherd, I have many wolf friends. They're good wolves. They don't hunt. They simply protect like the sheep, but in a broader aspect. They'll go further out of the perimeter where the shepherd just sits on the stoop and does a perimeter sweep around the home comes back to the stoop. Perimeter sweep around the home, comes back to the stoop. So it's a nice metaphor and a way of looking at how you can dissect the layers of your ego simply by sitting on your stoop, simply by meditation, understanding your ins and outs, your emotional behaviors. To know when you are your best self is one of the most hardest things to do. That's what makes you a shepherd. I said something out of my mouth that I shouldn't have. I should immediately dissect that. Not why I did it. That can come later. But immediately look at that person and say, I really should not have said that. I hope that you can understand I'm not right in my mind. But to say sorry would mean that I'm a sorry individual. Don't be sorry, change. Don't be sorry, change. Be the change that you want to see, and I know that we've heard that. But don't be sorry, change. Find new ways to talk to people. When you make these outbursts, or when these emotions arise within you, and you flare up. I'm not in my right state of mind. I should not have said that. I hope that you can understand. It breaks that chain. It breaks that cycle of the genes within us that makes mistakes the worst thing in the world and it also helps you with forgiving yourself because without forgiveness of self we cannot forgive others and therefore we hold grudges which makes us the sheep and the wolf because when you hold a grudge you're also hunting when you hold a grudge you're spreading rumors when you hold a grudge you're still talking about what happened to you and not about the way that you're progressing the train is going by. I hope that you all can hear that. I, I get soothed from the train that's way up the road. Even living in the forest is the loudest thing that we have here. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to have that one little piece of the city kind of brought through real quick, you know, and it comes through and I have some friends that are up the road. That So it's kind of comforting to me because I do spend a lot of time in solitude to know that it passed a lot of my friends uh, from here down to Miami. 
from here over to Delray, um, from here over to Daytona, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. These are little ways of the shepherd. Um, the shepherd gets sad, you know, it sits on the front porch and it kind of lays down and puts its head on its paws and it kind of has that puppy dog look, you know. Feelings and emotions aren't bad, and the shepherd knows that. You know, the shepherd knows that. The wolf acts out on its emotions. So by what I just said, if I come out of my mouth or emotions in a, in a way that isn't proper, I know I'm now being the wolf, but I'm not being the proper wolf. And the sheep understands none of this. The sheep doesn't want anything to do with inner workings or inner linings. And sometimes I can be a sheep because even at times when I mess up and someone is giving me philosophy and telling me to stay positive, I can make the worst face, the biggest sigh, and breathe dragon air. I don't want to hear this right now, you know. So, as a shepherd, it's been trite, it's been quite the, the trilogy of um, holy, holy duality within myself, mind, body, and spirit. And the, the trilogy inside of me that I'm working hard on being myself. This podcast was something that took me a long time to get enough courage up to do. When I have a lot of people that love what I say, I have a lot of people that support what I say, and I have a lot of people that hang on to what I say and ask for my opinion. And with a lot of emotional past and, and things that have happened, I don't quite put myself in the category of, I can make it, until now. It's just been recently where I realized that I'm very magical and that my voice just alone is angelic and uh, that in that placement of the shepherd with that confidence that I can sit on that stoop by myself and protect the home doing that perimeter sweep and coming back into that placement whether the other shepherds are with me or not it's okay to be alone and that's the main topic even though we're breaking down the wolf, the sheep, and the shepherd, and the shepherd, and the sheep, and the wolf, and the layers of the egos, and dissecting ourselves through one another here, everything that I'm going to be speaking about through these podcasts is mirroring. I'm basically just talking to myself out loud, because she's all I have. She's all I have at the end of the day. Now, when this podcast blows up and, and does all these things, and, and eventually people want to meet me, or, you know... I want to travel the world and see these things and do the things. I always have to remember that everything that I do is not perfect. It's art. It's a work of art. Our voices are a work of art. Eye contact is one way that I know that someone is a shepherd because it is the, the way to the soul. When I'm having a conversation with somebody and they cannot give me eye contact ever, it has me in my emotions of now trying to read this person. But I'm only a reader for so long because of the hypersensitive empathy that I will only read you for a second. And if I can't, or if it feels to me that it's not going anywhere, I'm literally just gonna walk away from the whole situation. With each thing that we do in life, there is an effect that it has. There is a way that our energy transpires and transfers into another realm 
and then a paradigm of which we are creating in our realities. I encourage everyone to be shepherds. I encourage everyone to look into this holy trinity of what I'm dissecting with you all this evening. Dive deep into that inner knowing and the inner, inner understanding that you are enough. That every little thing and every big thing that you do is a big thing. Everything that you do is a big thing. I'm a lover of the little things. I actually just had a fortune cookie last night with my Chinese food because I was way too tired from cooking uh, or to cook. <laughs> Definitely I was cooking um, for a whole week. Uh, let's not get into that. But <laughs> I was tired of cooking. So I got me some Chinese food and that's basically what the fortune was about. It's hard to believe in ourselves when the world has changed so much from social media to filters to this is how this is and this is how this is and this is the way fashion should be and, and women should look this way. And um, I want to I have like a little funny session here just for a second to light, lighten it up a little bit. Twerking. Now, twerking is a very good thing to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I tell everyone to twerk. Okay, twerking is something that it helps loosen up your, your body here. I'm sure most of you are laughing, like, where is she going with this, you know? Um, but it's something that loosens up your whole muscle system. Uh, the frame of your body, it, it loosens up your nervous system. Um, but I made a post on Instagram just recently about how it became a perversion thing. And um, it's just, for me, I've never really done it in public because... It, it is perversion and it is looked at like every, I, you know, I want you to come over and touch me or I want to go home with you. And in reality, I'm really just having a good time. I really don't want to go home with you or touch you. I'm actually, I've just been dancing all night and my body hurts. So now I'm shaking it all out, you know, and, uh, that's the way of the shepherd. I hold myself in high regards to my body, the way I'm presented. and the way that I want the world to see me. And that's why it takes me so long to get one piece of art done or one song finished or having enough um, courage to have a podcast because I go into the, the sheep mode that's combined with that wolf that is now in like a hunting of, of self. And now I'm searching as a wolf inside of myself as the shepherd protects my aura. Now I'm inside of myself as a wolf searching and searching. Well, why are you being so, so, so self-conscious? Or why aren't you having and holding enough confidence in yourself to know that you have what it takes? We all have what it takes because everyone has a deeper rooted part of them that is just waiting to come out. But we have to go through this holy trinity within ourselves. We have to align our inner being with our inner being and not the outer beings that we surround ourselves around with. Addiction. Addiction. Now, I'm not just talking about drug addiction. We have video game addiction, TV addiction, coffee addiction, sugar addiction, um, all different kinds of things. And I'm going to go into a little bit of a play here because we just had Halloween. 
And I've just seen a post where someone had said uh, that this is, this is a time of poison, that they call it flu season, but this is a time of poison. And it, he kind of broke it down in such a way um, with this meme where it was like, you know, we have the, the candy season, you know, then we have the, the pie season, then the cookie season, and then we have New Year's, which is the flu season. And everyone ends up getting the flu. Everyone ends up getting sick. Well, we're eating a bunch of sugar. You know, we're eating like crap. The kids are eating like crap. Their teeth are rotting out. You know, and as a mother, um, I, if I have any regret, it, it, it is that I lied to my children about Santa Claus, about the Tooth Fairy, about all these things, the Easter Bunny, and all these things. If I could go back, I wouldn't have lied to my children. And I most likely wouldn't celebrate most holidays. Now, I'm not saying we, saying we wouldn't celebrate Christmas, but now we eat a lot healthier you know, I'm pescatarian, so is my little one. You know, her and I, we only eat fish and chicken. Or seafood, you know, and, and um, that is a shepherd in me. Because I know when I'm putting these other things in my body, that it is not good for me. It's not good for my health, it's not good for my depression, it's not good for, you know, just the way that my body and my makeup is. That's a shepherd in me. The shepherd in me knows certain things, but sometimes becomes a wolf because she's so scared to say these things out loud. She's so scared to say these things out loud out of judgment from what others might think, say, or do. When in reality, I shouldn't be that way. We need to find a healthy balance within our inner knowing that we are good enough. With each thing that we do, we are good enough. Self-criticism gets us, gets us nowhere. And I want to give everybody a little bit of homework, I guess you could call it. But I want everybody, for the next week, until the next episode comes out next Thursday, to find something that is a good medium for you. Whether it be making jewelry, Painting, drawing, dancing, writing, playing instruments, singing, whether it's in the shower, outside, in your car. I want everybody to get in touch with their inner child. Their inner child. We're going to go back to that number three. That was 23-6 that that was at the time. We're going to go back to that three. Because threes are very important for creativity and the inner knowing that your guides got you, your incessive masters got you. To pay attention to what you love and what you want to do to create this, this world around you that is self-sustainable within what you are doing. If you're uncomfortable in your job, I'm not saying to quit it. I'm saying to find this medium within you and capitalize off of it. I used to hate money. Oh, it's the root of all evil. You know, I don't want to own money. I don't want to own all these things. No. It is okay to have money. It is okay to be rich. Because I'm already rich. I'm rich inside of myself. It is okay to want finer things in life. It's how we go about getting the finer things in life. Are we being the wolf and preying on people and taking what's not ours rightfully? From corporations to friends... Are we working really, really hard to succeed in life and get the things that we need? 
Three is a very important number. If you're starting to see repeated patterns of 333-222-666-555, that will be the next episode. We're going to break down synchronistic numbers and their meanings. But for this episode, we're definitely going to cut it short. I have been out of town um, for some great endeavors, and it's been an incredible, magical experience and very, very tiring as well. That's the shepherd and me talking, saying, at first it was the wolf. Well, you know, are they going to care? Are they going to stop following you? Are they not going to listen? Are they going to cut the video off? Sorry, not video, the podcast. Not going to go back. <laughs> If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Either way, I'm still happy. And if you could see my face right now, I'm shining and bright and smiling from ear to ear just because I'm able to speak freely over this platform and not be seen for my looks. And that means a lot for me to even say, and it means a lot to me for someone to see my inner beauty before they see my outer beauty to feel my energy as they walk up and sit next to me by a fire and just understand me right away. It's great. It's nice to have companionship and shepherds look for that. And we're very, very picky on who we pick to have that companionship with. I recently just went through some traumatic breakup in a very traumatic relationship that once that person was gone and out of my head, I started seeing my synchronistic numbers again. My garden started growing again. I started gardening again. I started painting even better than I was painting before. My voice got better. I got calmer. My life started to change for the better. That's the shepherd in me. But the sheep in me wanted to stay because I wanted to save the puppy becoming the wolf. That's my cup. That's a bear, but, you know. Tomato, tomato, bear shit in the woods, right? <laughs> like I said, I'm tired. And uh, I definitely didn't want to leave you all hanging on here. The Sheep, the Wolf, and the Shepherd is a great dialogue with, with the inner knowing of how to understand yourself. How to understand others around you. How to evolve situations. And how to de-escalate situations within yourself. If you cannot just de-escalate a situation within yourself, then you certainly can't be a peacemaker for others. And it's not an easy job on the Enneagram to be a peacemaker. And that's what I am on the Enneagram. It's a peacemaker. And sometimes I've not been so much of a peaceful person. And uh, we're always working on ourselves. You know, uh, for Halloween this year, I was going to put caution tape around me and then hang a big sign and say under construction. Because we're always under construction. We never stop working on ourselves. You'll be 80 years old trying to figure something out, you know, within yourself. Everything that we do has consequences. And the unconscious mind that some carry and some withhold. To me, I've cut those people out of my life and that was a very hard thing to do. And I want to tell everyone tonight that's that's listening and the people that will listen after tonight and send us up into the beautiful satellites of space knowing that I'm never alone 
and that I'm being guided that if it's not serving you it's hurting you and to know the difference between enabling and know the difference between helping and if you don't love yourself then you can't love another you're only just going into further dialogue of shadow work that doesn't need to happen. The shadow work lies within you and home was a, is within your heart. And a shepherd knows that. I can take myself anywhere and sometimes I'm very uncomfortable and I have to remember that I am the shepherd and it's up to me to make my vibe. I don't follow my tribe, I follow my vibe. And that's been a very rough, lonely world. So tonight I'm going to end with a little guided meditation to help you all kind of get settled in, nestled into bed. And if you're not in bed, maybe pause this and come back at a later time when you have time to be able to focus on a small meditation before we close for this evening. I really want to thank all the listeners so far who have been listening and it's only just a few but it really touched my heart and my soul and when I seen the um, outcome of it and it was the number six I know it's only six but that's a little that's that's some threes breaking down and broken down <laughs> so it made me thrive to continue on with this journey with this podcast and and hoping that it touches lives it touches mine it touches mine to know that I have this inner knowledge it touches my mind and my body and my soul to know that I thrive for inner change that I thrive for self-sustainability and an evolution and I'm trying to find myself even still at 39 so tonight we're gonna work on the root chakra And if you're not familiar with the chakras, we'll have an episode about chakras coming up after the synchronicity of numbers. So that way you can better understand the synchronicity of numbers as we work on the um, fourth episode that will be chakras. So I want everyone to keep your eyes open, just kind of gaze. If you have a candle, without the glass, maybe just, you know, a bigger candle that's not covered with something like glass inside of a candle holder, just like a long candle or something that's on top of a candle holder so that you can see the flame. I want you to see this flame. This is your inner fire. The good part, the creation part, not the destruction part. So I want you Keep your eyes open and look into this flame. I'll give you a moment to light the candle. As I do that, I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to inhale as I fill my belly up for seven seconds. Hold for three and exhale for seven 
sucking my belly in. As I stare at the flame of this candle, exhaling through the mouth, sucking my belly towards my spine, getting rid of any stale air. Inhale, allowing my cells to communicate, feeling my body getting lighter as I'm staring at this flame and holding for three seconds. Exhaling again through the mouth for seven seconds, sucking my belly in through the spine, looking into that flame that is me. Once you do that seven times, while staring at the flame, I want you to then close your eyes. Here we go. Three more. Two more. On the last one, as it exhales, close your eyes. As you exhale and suck your belly towards your spine, I want you to imagine you're in your chakra. And imagine a big, red, broad, beautiful light expanding, nurturing, cleansing. holding space for your roots, giving you strength throughout your torso and up through your crown, your earth star, feeling the sensation of this red, bright light just moving in in a clockwise way, turning yourself into your inner body Breathe comfortably, as comfortably as you like, but in through the nose and out through the mouth, still sucking that belly towards your spine as you're breathing out, but filling your belly up as you're inhaling. 
visionaire was my audience. How does your body feel right now? Where is the pain? How do you feel from that pain? Breathe through that pain, giving that pain oxygen, breathing through it so the muscles can release any part of yourself that is not serving yourself. Pain is speaking of serving the body, and we all have pain. Imagine that red light healing those pain parts of your body right now. Centering yourself in the flame. The flame is creation, it's healing. Helping you grow and nourish yourself. Helping you become one with your root chakra. Letting you know that your body is healing through the root chakra. This red light is just expanding. You're feeling lifted. You feel your body coming up off the ground. You feel helpless. You can also feel hopeless. If you are expanding this root chakra, you should feel security and grounded. You should feel an energetic, optimal weight being lifted off of you. That is what your root chakra is telling. So I want you to feel security, humility, grounded, stable, energetic, optimal weight eating healthy and proper alignment. As you feel the security within that root chakra, it spreads through your entire aura, lifting you high off the ground, but yet so sound and grounded. You are healing parts of your body right now through understanding this chakra. To a moment of silence. How do you feel now? I want you to bring yourself back into center. I want you to feel this energetic red light within you that keeps you grounded and when you're not grounded you know that that root chakra is not balanced when your self-esteem is low you know that root chakra is not balanced 
going to come back into yourself, rooting yourself back into earth. I want you to know that you're good enough because I'm good enough and you're all a part of me because I'm a part of you. You may open your eyes whenever you're ready and feeling comfortable enough to do so. I want to thank everyone for joining this podcast this evening. I want to wish everyone a very happy Halloween which just passed. And furthermore, moving into more podcasts, the fourth episode will be a splendid episode and will be all about guiding you through each chakra. I hope that you've all enjoyed this podcast. I can't wait to see you all, watch me grow, or you all to hear me grow and understand how to use this platform. It's been an honor sharing the evening with you all. Many blessings, love, peace, and prosperity. This is the Fallen, signing off.